Now, the greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, welcome to the greatest story never told podcast. I believe we are at uh, episode number 13. I don't know. The good news is this, as we try to uh, create some uh, funding for our friends at the Fisher House. Yes. Uh, both the uh, three VA Puget Sound and JBLM Fisher Houses, we determined that it would be a good idea to get this uh, this this podcast sponsored. Right. What a novel idea. So we're going to monetize this, and then we're going to give the money. I know it's like you just listen to it for 20 minutes and you don't care, but if we could get a sponsor... Then we would take that money and give it to our friends at the Fisher House, right? It's not about us, man. Listen, we just want to get this. One, it seems sensible. That's what people do, yeah. right? Otherwise, there is no business model sales. Otherwise, <laughs> like, no, seriously, like, why do you have a job if you don't get that? Beyond so we, that, let's make sure the money we give goes to charity. Period. So we we uh, we read this on the air. It says, uh, hi, Mike. Uh, subject, great story never told. But hand it to Mike. Why are you reading it? Here, you read it. It's personal it's, to it's Mike. Actually, oh, it's actually, right. it says Mike. It's Go ahead. It says, Dear Mike, I'm assuming you read this directly, so I'm taking it right to you. On the off chance no other potential sponsors have reached out to you, I would like to sponsor the next episode of the podcast. First of all, all of us get it. Like, everyone on the show got your email. It's not right. as direct as you think, but please carry on. I do not own a business, not... Uh, says not, I'm guessing it says nor, nor do I have anything to sell. I'm just a man who sees an opportunity and uh, what's the worst that could happen. Some details slash highlights to turn into copy for sponsor read. My name is Blake Bender. I live Hello, in Linwood. Blake. Linwood is a lovely city. My, uh, my sister lives up there. Uh, I was an intern on the BJ Shea Morning Experience in 2007. The isolated vocals of David Lee Roth that are still played on the men's room today are audio files originally ripped by me and submitted via email. The company I work for provides texting for radio stations, not intercom. They fired us, uh, and the Seattle stations never used us, but that is okay. Please accept my offer of five American dollars via your choice of Venmo or PayPal. I will also be willing to join you and or the members of this podcast mm-hmm. at Stan's Barbecue and split the family plate. That is awesome. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Blake. Hey. He's not so going to be upset we now with Stan. have our uh, first official sponsor, and again, his name is? Blake. Blake and uh, Blake, thank you so much for uh, sponsoring the, uh, the men's room uh, greatest uh, story never told. Yeah, uh, we're going to take that five bucks off your Venmo, and we are going to give it to our friends, the Fisher House. That's great. And this great. should hopefully inspire our sales staff to maybe want to sell the podcast. We hope if we can get five bucks, guys, we can get six. We might get seven. We might get seven dollars and thirty-seven cents. Go for fifty. No, Sicko. we might go. Be, I for say 50. go for seventeen dollars and thirty-seven cents. That's what we're looking for. So, so episode uh, thirteen brought to you by Blake Bender. Yeah. So today on the podcast, I think it's uh, it's fair it's to good say. Good thing we're teamed up with Apple. You know, like like yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm sorry. You team up with the biggest con pass, uh, podcasting uh, dispenser, I guess, of the world, right? Mm-hmm. And you still fail and whiff the mission. Why Why do we listen to your advice? I'm sorry. So if you can beat Blake, if you can give us, so it's five bucks. If you can give us $5.23 that we can give to the Fisher House, you are our next sponsor. Yep. Just that easy. Uh, if you don't know, uh, and you probably don't, uh, the world of radio that we live in has gone through an incredible amount of change within a short period, probably the last three or four months. Uh, people that we've worked with throughout the years, they've been let go of their lives, their livelihoods, and everything else. And you don't think that's a big deal. It really does affect us as people because these are people who have families. These are people who move for people who try to do a good job, who try to do the best they can to make the companies that we work with money. 
You're very, very kind about how you phrase this. Just oh, like we're trying to make radio. $5.73 on this podcast. Radio is built of people that do nothing but panic. Some people call it cowards, but when I say that, they get obsessed. So yeah. I'll just say, uh, <laughs> people that don't necessarily see and or are not comfortable with the future of truth. All right. So uh, there's a couple of big uh, major radio companies in the world. One of the companies who's known for being awful, they have just bloodletted, what, 80% of their on air talent? 10. With the, 10. 10%? What? 10, but they, they have 12, 13,000 people on air. They are, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's thousands of people. Without a job. I don't really go for that. I understand that things are what they are. I understand this particular company. Uh, maybe you watch their country radio TV show. Here's the thing. And this is the truth. It is amazing to me. So radio, just like anything, uh, you make your money from advertisers. TV makes a ton of money. Truth. Truth. Not my opinion. No one watches TV. They do not. And people spend their money there. They don't spend their money on the radio. Well, advertisers do. Uh, yeah, spend your money on radio. If you don't, and just if you're a salesperson, if you find someone that spends all their money on TV, the person you're talking to, is and I mean moron. this, they are fucking stupid. They are take their money. This is someone who cannot so, do math. So put it here, man. That's all. So this week on the podcast, reach people, make it matter, okay. and, and, and keep in mind, I I don't know specifically why certain people were let go. Uh, obviously, that suck. Those are individual. A lot of them. Well, a lot of it's on you, man, and you know it. Well, and a lot of it is in individual decision making based on the uh, the budget. Blah 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 blah. Blah blah blah. It's a business, and, and we have a fifteen and, and billion doing, dollar budget. We can't pay you twenty grand a year. Sorry, gotta let you yeah. go. So, uh, so I think on this podcast, in honor of uh, the people that were let go, and there were a lot of them, and they do have families, and they do. You know, it, 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 it does affect them. Like, it affects them to the gut. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is their passion. This is what they do. They might not do it nearly as bad as uh, Steve and myself and Mike here, but they... Fight for more. They, But they Fight want, for more. They're, they're busting their ass, and they got let go, right? And this is only the beginning. Don't be surprised if we only make it to episode 14. Uh, we might be gone next we are week. Already, we are already trying to figure that this out. This is ourselves. the radio This industry. is the world we live in. And everybody, Give your money to TV and, that nobody and, watches. Because every, every, that's how smart they are. We find out today that they, uh, the, they, they, they replaced our good buddies Ron and Don over at Cairo a year ago. Yep. Those guys were the most solid guys ever. They did more for the community. They went in and they, I mean, hell, man, you had a. You had a kid that didn't need a needed a diaper. You you name it, Ron and Don. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The big businesses only pretend that it matters. So they I don't put care a, they, they, they fired the they, they fired them yeah. for whatever reason they did. And they put on a new show, and then that show has since been fired today, as we as we as we record yep. this. And I never heard their show, but I know that they've been in the market all those guys a long time. And, how and many, worked their ass how off many to get music shows or how many radio shows have you heard? I heard a bunch growing up. Since I've been on the radio, I listen to very few. Which is no offense to anyone. I just, I don't care. I'm out to do my thing. You do your thing. But if you're in radio, I truly hope, I truly hope that you do radio in honor. I want you to compete with me. I want you to be good, right? So this particular company we is appreciate a lot everyone of people radio. Go, it's hard. And it sucks, It's hard, man. man. It's a hard business to be in. And when you come in every day and it's all negative and it's all a bunch of crap and then, you know, a bunch of people get fired, it sucks because it just does. So... Uh, we would like on this podcast uh, to let you know that there are some instances where, yes, people should have been fired. 
And that's for most of the time because we're because it's radio and firing, and that's what we're talking about. And all these guys who have kids, who have wives, who have family, who have people that have mortgages, they have rent, they have all this stuff, they have car payments. Uh, they're going to be hurting very shortly. But we will tell you some stories of people who absolutely deserve to be fired. And I will go back to my days when I worked uh, at uh, B one hundred four point three in Baltimore. B-104. And I'll tell a quick story, then Steve will tell a quick story, then I'll t- tell a quick story, then Michael will say, hey, it's time to get out, and we'll get the f*** out of here. <laughs> so, I walk in one morning on my computer, and I realize that I am in an open area office situation. All right. My computer at this time, it's about 1997, 96, has no less than 1,000 different Internet Explorer browsers open. Because this is the way spam worked then. The guy who was on the overnight at Heaven 600, the, ha- the heartbeat of gospel. Yeah. The religious station in Baltimore, which did very well because everyone's blessed. Everyone loves God, you know what I mean? But in that instance, more of an intelligent level of Christianity. You know, you're talking about Baltimore City where people are a little bit more hip to the know. But, yes, a big faith-based, you know, community that... Hey, man, no matter what, like, I understand you went out and got busted for coke last night. I understand you went out and had weed on you. I understand you went out and beat up your buddy. But guess what? We're all blessed. Let's get back together Sunday. We'll go to church. Everything will be fine. I dig that. I dig that. I do, I do too, because it's understood that you're still going to be a human being. Sure. You know, and, and F up and everything else. You're not judged. All you right. know, I don't know, like, I don't know, say, Jesus. So I click on the first, I click on the first thing. Minor character. And it's bigblackbitches.com. Yeah. And bigblackbitches.com has gone on to every other bigblackbitchesonabus.com, bigblackbitchesinspace.com, bigblackbitches, you know, in a grocery store, bigblackbitches in Walmart, like every possible fucking thing that could come. Oh, sorry. Everything that could come up had, had, had. You know, so I'm clicking out of the big black bitches in school, big black bitches in business, big black bitches <laughs> yeah. in a bus, big black bitches on a on a boat. Because <laughs> like back then you I had to do it stop. individually. And I walked in. I'm like, dude, were you on my computer? And the guy who does the overnight at Heaven 600, he's like, oh, no, man, no, man, no, man. The next day I come in and the same thing happens again. So there was a man called the Reverend Lee Michaels. And the Reverend Lee, oh, he was holier than thou. He wore white mm-hmm. suits. He came in, he had a, you know, he's the guy that drives the Chrysler 300. Does that make sense? With mag wheels, the the, the tires about but two inches. But the church is broke. Yeah. As we, rich as he can be. Money. He yeah. is absolutely milking this system. This guy doesn't pay taxes. He doesn't do shit. He is just taking all the money, and he is having a great life, f***ing bitches everywhere. He's a, he's a preacher. You know what I mean? He's a minister. So he's doing his deal, and he's married and doing all the things, you know, as far as I know. Uh, the next day, so the Reverend Lee comes in, and I said, "Hey, man, I said uh, you you got to get you got to get you got to get I think his name was Stan Stanley. You got to get him off my computer because he's <laughs> he's he's going to infect it. And at the time, I was a music director, so I had all these things on that computer that I needed to have access to. And now this computer is actually just wearing down and being crashed yeah. based on the stuff that's going through like Microsoft Word or Explorer number one." Or whatever, like they don't have the filters on it, right? So I go up to him like, "Hey, man, could you could you tell Stan to stop jacking off on, the, on my computer?" Because like, first of all, I sit there for a living. He's like, "What?" And I, I told him. He's like, "Yeah, I'll talk to him." So the next day, I, next day I come into work again. I don't say anything, 
my whole computer is blown up again. <laughs> I don't know if this is based on the fact that this virus opened up all those things. No. I don't know if he was on those things. Yes. But Reverend Lee, Reverend Lee, who I, who I explicitly came up to and talked to him as a man, not as a minister, preacher, he said, hey, is that M-bomb still putting big black bitches on my computer? On your computer? <laughs> and I said, I said, I said, Lee, I said, look, man, I said, I wasn't going to say anything to you. I said, but the problem is, is that I said, there, there are five, like the, the, the janitorial staff comes on the overnight oh, no. on most of the radio stations and cleans right. out the trash. And I said, Lee, I want you to come look at my trash can. And in my trash can was five crinkled up uh, tissues. <laughs> oh, no! Normally, no! No, 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 hold on, hold on. No, no, hold on. no, no, no. Normally, normally, no. normally when you come in the morning, trash can's empty. Right. You know what I mean? Sanitation's been there. Cleaning crew's been there. I was like, Lee... Uh, I think I think Stanley has a cold, or <laughs> or or maybe he yeah. talked to him. I came back Monday, and that motherfucker had been fired. <laughs> so, iHeartMedia, Bonneville, Intercom, Clear Channel, whatever you want to call yourself, Alpha Media, have a reason to fire someone. And put them on the street. Because you know what? There are definitive reasons why people should probably not be in your place of employment. Uh, you know, I'm going to take the other tag. All of you radio companies. And look, Clear Channel's the worst. I don't feel bad saying that. They know I worked true. for them. They weren't bad when I worked there. I'll be honest with you. They, they were, did they, they were fire you? Me. Of course That's they did. What they did. So listen. Have a reason to be on to the whole way through. man. Care about it. Make it matter, man. Look, we got your back. We love you guys. We want radio to be spectacular. Or for a we company are. that's garbage, the company's been known to be garbage. They wouldn't even argue that. And if they did, beat their ass because that's a lie. We're they in the fight know. of our life right now. But man, oh man, oh man. What, what are you talking about? For we, what? For, for just no, being entertaining. Care. Care about what you do. Yeah. Do what you do. Yeah, that's all, man. That's all. I mean, I work with people that got fired. I used to work with a guy named Tom Welch. Now, Tom Welch, he is, uh, I found actually. Is that the guy who brought the magazines in the jail all the time? No. That was, I can't remember his name. That was all, Nate. Oh, Nate. All righty. Hey, Nate, you can't my and masturbate. And he goes, all righty. <laughs> right? That's me. Boss is about two weeks later. Oh, Nathan, we have to speak to you. You've been hiding pornography in the drop ceiling. <laughs> I'm not joking, Mike. We know. <laughs> We know you've been masturbating to see. Yeah. You, you really have to stop. His response, alrighty. In the drop ceiling, though. Dude, I mean, how'd yeah. they find it? The, uh, you know how we found it. So, <laughs> so it's a guy named Tom Welch I used to work with. And uh, good enough guy, I guess. I did not like him so much at the time. He's dead. I cannot speak ill of the dead. But dude weighed about 420 pounds when I met him. It doesn't matter. But just to give you perspective, he was sitting in a seat in front of me one day, and he's tapping his leg, you know, nervous kind of thing we all do. And the dude I'm working with, who's not Tom, nudges me and points. And it looked like if a woman did the charro and shook her boobs, it was his back fat. <laughs> just to give you an idea. Be, no, no, I'm not trying to be in a bad picture. I want you to understand who this guy is. He used to talk like this. So one time, 
I go into the bathroom and he is sitting on the toilet talking to his sister he lived with. And all I hear over the sound of, <laughs> right? Because he's, he's going to town and he says, yeah, just pull the roast out of the freezer. I eat it when I get home. <laughs> I cannot explain how little I wanted to eat after that. But this guy found himself very, very, very <laughs> obesity, by the way. He died. He died. He of died of obesity. He, he, he died right? of obesity. <laughs> this is a guy. It's not funny, man. Dude died. When when Jared first came up from Subway, going, "Hey, I ate whatever I ate. I went for a walk." Blah, blah, he got blah. a sandwich every day today. So Tom, uh, he, he would go to the Subway. The Subway was a block and a half from the radio station. And my man went down every day talking about Jared. We're very encouraging. Going like, "Yeah, but this is new stuff, dude. Yeah, do your thing." He walked to the parking garage, drove his car a block and a half, circled the block eight times to park, went in, got the veggie sandwich as Jared did, but then he added oil, mayonnaise, like bacon fat, you know, <laughs> whatever. So anyway, uh, as we're working there, he also found himself exceptionally important. And he would tell us all the time how important he was. And it, you didn't ask. It, and at this moment in time in my radio career, I've just started we are working at AM Station. We're working the overnights, man. And this is where you prove whether or not you care about what you're doing, right? It's just like the hours suck. The pace sucks. It's not that. You have to believe in this moment you have something more to put forward to radio, which is why we say what we say. God bless you, clear channel employees, but not the company itself, right? You put yourself in a situation. You work these garbage hours. But Tom would always tell us how important he was. And I remember when I was over Ted on this particular day. Uh, we did a bloodletting every year. CBS Radio did. Bob Phillips. We do it every year right before the holidays. Clear Channel does it after the holidays. They wait for you. Well, to they have a heart. They're iHeart. It's iHeart. Yeah. yeah. So they have I heart they, they wait for the yeah. holidays to get over, and then they. And listen, iHeart. If you got a problem with what I'm saying, you're more than welcome to pull down my pants and kiss my ass. All right. So you fired uh, me, so I don't give a. Oh, I don't give a. <laughs> They're meaningless, right? In the end, you do a good job, you don't, or the company cares about radio or it doesn't. iHeart does not, but. For 20 years, notoriously, they're the company that does not. So this guy, Tom, told us how important he was. And the last words you ever wanted to hear before Christmas were, uh, hey, man, uh, Bob. He had a heart attack and died. No, Bob wants to talk to you, right? So they're doing the bloodletting, same thing as it is every year. And keep in mind, at this point, I knew I was safe because I was underpaid and did seven people's jobs. Ted did the other five. So I'm 12 people. We split it seven to five. We got it. This is why we're still around now. So Tom, shaking his leg with his back fat booby, right? He talks his smack, and then we hear these words. Yeah. Steve Stoffberg, Miles, you know him. Ravens Bob wants to talk to you. And we saw this guy's face. And I knew what was going to happen because I'm like, you're a sellout suck ass, right? But he goes down the home. About 30. Sorry, man. I'm not being mean. You just, you know if you're competing or if you're dominating, right? So this cat comes back, tears in his eyes. Everyone knows what has happened. But me being me, and I had to deal with three years of this son of a bitch. I remember looking at him and saying, What happened, man? <laughs> and they're going to fire me. I say, hey man, I, th I think I got most of your shifts. Piss, he gave me a look. I said, 
I guess it comes down to whether or not you choose the good job or if you don't. Hey, here, and off yeah. he went. So no, he's dead. It's very important. It's seriously, and, the, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. It, it, yes, people people deserve to get. I could go into Gary Miles Michael's jet off every morning when I came into work. There's all kinds of stories we can tell of people who deserve to be fired. If you are young, if you want to do radio, if you want to do spoken word, if you Outlast want to do them. anything, look, you still have a chance. Don't listen to this stuff. Don't believe what these companies are doing right now. You go ahead and do what you want to do. If you're entertaining and you do a good job, you'll still be fired. Don't get me wrong, because it's happened in this market today. But you know what? If this is something you want to go for, don't let them kill your dreams. Don't let them kill your hope. Don't let them kill this industry. You keep busting your ass. Do your podcast with your friends. Look, we just got a goddamn sponsor today for $5. We've been doing this thing for 13 episodes. We've been in this business for over 25 years. We can't get a sponsor. You keep busting your ass. You'll be just fine. Man, believe just in like what we you're are. Doing. We just got five bucks. We're gonna go get two Big Macs. Yeah. We found out recently. Apparently, Boom! radio's pretty terrible. We do not know. We assume. Oh, I do. Man, pursue your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing, man. And if anyone has a problem with saying, you're more than welcome. And I mean this. More than welcome to kiss my ass. I don't. (laughs) Sorry. Hey, there's episode 13 of The Greatest Story Never Told. You've been listening to The Greatest Story Never Told with Miles and Thrill on Radio.com. Oh, man. A Double Flush Production.